Welcome to the Gatecast. Presented by Alan and Mike. Lucy, I'm home. I am not Lucy. Oh, you're right. We'll just upload a computer virus into the mothership. I was going to do my living room like this. Well, so my recommendation is that anyone attempting to leave them out should be shot on sight. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 124. Paradise Lost. Yay, Mayborn. Uh, it's always good to see Harry on screen. Good evening, everybody. And if this episode drags a bit, it's because I've watched it and I know what's coming. I, of course, have not. No. Which surprised Jane in a pre-recording chat. I was like, oh, yes, we're recording again tonight. She goes, oh, what episode? And I said, 6 15 Because to be honest with you, I couldn't remember the title, but I couldn't remember the number. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much the exact opposite of yesterday, really. Uh, not too bad. I say, it makes it sound as if the episode's bad. It's not. It's a good episode. But from a, a watch and comment point of view, it might not be our best episode. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. It certainly can't be our worst episode. Do you remember our uh, early episode where we referred to Do- where I specifically, but I don't think you corrected me, referred to Don S. Davis by the wrong name repeatedly? Well, that's going back a bit, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, that's possibly back into single digits. It's like you and Marina Citrus. You think it was Scott? No, I don't think we've only done about two, maybe three with Scott. It's about time he came back on. It's about time somebody came on. We ain't had a guest for a long time. Indeed not. I was trying to poke Jane into it, but she didn't seem interested. For Jane. Do you know for the 7th, which I think was the Paracut recording day? Yeah. I have five files. Time to 1833, 1906, 1916, 1924 and 1954. Yeah, it's a fun evening. Have you edited that debacle together yet? You would have, wouldn't you? Yes, it's been posted. How do you keep it up to date? Um, well, bear in mind that I'm almost finished part one of three of the third book in Peter of Hamilton's, by anyone else's standards, magnum opus, but by him a short story, a void trilogy. No real excuse. I've only got another 14 hours to go on that book. <laughs> then I can give Game of Thrones a go, which will keep me going until June-ish. You'll be finished the second season before you've actually finished the book. Well, I have read the book. I'm intrigued by uh, listening to it. Yeah, anyone famous reading it? You know what? i got a bloody check. You've got me uh, interest now. I couldn't figure out why my Amazon password kept resetting. And was there a reason? Audible.com is a fully owned Amazon company. Yeah. And it uses the same password. So when I changed my Audible.com password... Oh, right. <laughs> Roy Dotris? Googly, googly. Actor, Amadeus. Roy Dotris, OBE, born 26 May 1923. A British actor known for his Tony Award-winning Broadway performance in the revival of A Moon for the Misbegotten. Saturn 3, he did a voice-over dub with Harvey Clytel in 1980. He was in a Cheech and Chong movie in 1984. <laughs> Still not helping. I might know the voice. He was in Sliders. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He was in The Fall of Night. But Or do me does me throwing random B5 titles at you confuse you? I would need a little blurb to remember the episode. Well, that's the one where Kosh reveals himself. Who were? What? I'm really going to have to watch Babylon 5 again. Oh, I recognise him now. Yeah, from Space 1999. <laughs> you were in Space 1999? Yeah. That could be interesting. I can't really imagine, I suppose, Game of Thrones being read by an American voice. Classically trained actor, so my guess is that whatever accent he was born with isn't the one he uses. 
Well, no, I can't imagine he's reading it in a Guernsey accent either, <laughs> which is a bit, Guernsey's a bit West Country, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard a native. I'll ask Rosie. She lives on Jersey. It can't be that different. Yeah, what's a few miles of water between France? Ah, the cause of several world wars, I think. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> ask Australia and New Zealand. Come in, relax at the Sci-Fi Diner Spa. Let the cares of the Galactic Empire drift away under the hands of one of our certified massage therapists. Has our favorite Gungan senator been annoying you? Mr. Kotchatan Binks, missing your humble servant. Let the fingers of one of our Twilight slave girls rub your frustration many parsecs away. Or perhaps you just found out that your father is a Sith Lord. I am the father. Our Wookiee massage therapists specialize in deep tissue massage. Send a holiday transmission to the Sci-Fi Diner Spa to make your appointment. The Sci-Fi Diner bears no responsibility should one of our Wookiees decide to go on a rampage and strew your guts from one end of the galaxy to the other due to frustration pent up against Palpatine and what happened on Kashyyyk. You like my tweet? Uh, now in the veritable... Ver- yeah, veritable. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to be creative because this is an episode which has about five minutes of utter silence. A good chunk of it where there's no talking at all. We can discuss the stunning cinematography. You can fill us in on the tidbits that you've learned about the guest stars. Did you see that Family Guy episode with the gay shark? I think it's like Jaws 5 or something. No. I've only ever watched Family Guy when they do the Star Wars stuff. You have said that. Well then, there you go. I'm just realising you've said that. I'm following the SG1 thread Twitter. And unlucky number 11, I think, is watching Emancipation. They even have horses on other planets, space horses. Why do the Mongols speak English? I do love the overt sexism in this episode, though. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Yes, I'm going to set up a dual boot. I want to play The Old Republic. I confirmed with right. my friend AJ that you don't have to actually buy it. Uh, somebody can send you an invite. And you can kick off. Old Republic sounds like something I would actually play. I mean, it's an MMO with Star Wars. I'm happy. Yeah. I guess to play with lightsaber. I'm sure it could entertain me for a while and... I'm assuming, like, whoa, you're not obliged to sign up for a minimum of a year. You can just do a month-by-month thing. It's probably just cheaper if you prepay. you got to sign up for a, at least a year on World of Warcraft. Um, I don't think so, but there's certain things which are sort of sign up for a year, and I think if LucasArts are involved in this, they're trying to gouge you for as much money as they possibly could. <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing as too much money. I believe I told you the most popular question I asked people at the weekend that weren't actually uh, principal guests. Uh, and I quote myself what do you think of George's latest attempt to dance upon the bloated corpse of his former glory <laughs> after almost 21 years in the Irish civil service I am a tad cynical never yes do you recall that truly horrendous show which uh, Philip Asner was uh, stupid enough to do called Demons oh unfortunately yes yes it was described on the stamps forum as a male Buffy that's one thing Joss knows to write well, it's women. Yeah. His team of writers as well. That's one of the main reasons I watch Veronica Mars, because I know a lot of the writers had gone over to it. Also, the episode that Joss was actually in, where he plays a sort of completely weaselly, whiny uh, Mexican car rental dude. I watched Veronica Mars when it first broadcast, but I've never watched it again. Well, I'd heard rumours about a wrap-up movie, but that never seemed to happen. It very rarely does. In case you wonder, it did with Farscape. 
It very rarely does. True. Have stars shut down? What, the TV channel? Yeah. Uh, no, because the show in Spartacus. Because uh, Shira has a tweet here, so where will all the stars streaming content transfer to? That's probably off uh, Netflix. Have Netflix shut down? I just subscribed. Wasn't it one of the sci-fi diner hosts who left that audio uh, comment? No, call him from Trek News and Views. I get mixed up. You listen to so many podcasts. Come try ya! All right, line duly cocked. Okay. If we're three, if we're a doe, if we're hain. <laughs> and fade in on... Previously. Ah, previously. Mayborn in uniform. Colonel Mayborn, sir. NID. General Hammond, request permission to beat the crap out of this man. I'm not going to hit you, Mayborn. I'm going to shoot you. you Basically summing up Jack's whole attitude towards Mayborn. You trusted me. You rat bastard! Hey, 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 hey! Take it easy! I'm so going to kick your ass! Going to turn me in? Actually, that overwhelming desire to shoot you has come back. It'd be wrong to say they're not friends, because they have an interesting relationship, which borders on... Like brothers, even, you know, the brothers that can't stand each other, but there's still, there's something there. So not quite a Dean and Sam thing? Not quite. Huh, hot dog. With, but no relish. Well, maybe the relish is elsewhere. I should say just mustard or tomato sauce. No onions either. That's just wrong. Hot dogs should have onions. You're eating my dog. You want a bath? <laughs> Would you like a beer to wash it down? Already got one. Jack's looking a little white-haired there. Near angelic. He looks very different from last week's episode. Maybe it's the way he's lit. Or maybe he just forgot to put product in. Treason thing. Have me arrested. A little treason. That's why I'm here. What's a little treason amongst friends? This is going to be good, isn't it? Whenever Ari turns up, something's going to happen. I'm wondering, does Jack actually have a gun in the vehicle? I was hoping the president might consider one of those special little pardons they often do when one doesn't care about re-election anymore. Really good. I imagine he keeps firearms handy. Sarah Walker's 30-foot rule. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, nice delivery. Yeah, I gotta work on that a little. Simmons used to go old and Adrian Conrad to hijack the X-303. He intended to fly to a planet with a cache of advanced alien weaponry. I was really broken up when I heard Simmons died, by the way. Yeah, we all shed a tear. <laughs> what you don't know. Ooh, advanced alien. The planet Simmons was intending to fly to. As a Stargate. Well, that's a surprise, isn't it? Convenient for the story. Sure. Ultimately, it proved easier to grab the X-303 than take and hold the SGC just to use the gate. Oh, the NID's known about this planet for a while. I don't have to explain why they didn't tell you. So instead, they're hoarding a secret that could save the planet. Oh, I'm sure they would have come clean if push came to shove. But the address can be yours right now. So what's behind door number one? A presidential pardon. It's interesting acting with your mouthful. You wonder how many takes it took him. You start to wonder now how many takes it took because uh, a lot of his lines were being delivered off screen. Was he spraying crumbs everywhere? <laughs> I say, this is a bit dry. He has beer passed, but we've always been fighting for the same thing. I just want to help make the world safe from the gold. Nice delivery. You think maybe one children, Jack are just less grey. The way the hairline's moving on his forehead, it kind of looks like a toupee. It looks like it's being added. Nothing like more than a good wiener. Yes, you are what you eat. Ooh. (laughs) Guess I won't be needing this anymore. Ooh, they look a bit (laughs) odd. What is it? The address to the planet with the ancient weapons. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta love Mayboy. 
won't do your much good without me. Oh, a waste of good beer. Oh, that's really a waste of good beer. That looked very pale beer, though. That there's an impenetrable doorway protecting the weapon storage facility. And I have the key. An impenetrable doorway. Have you met Carter Mayborn? And FYI, Harry on screen does not mean the titular glass is wearing one. <laughs> okay, time for your bit. Alright then. Paradise Lost. Season 6, episode 15. Directed by William Geraghty. Written by Robert C. Cooper. First heard January the 8th, 2003 in the UK. The US got their uh, screening January the 31st of the same year. The Australians had to wait till September again. Everything was in the same year, at least. Well, yeah, that's that's actual plus for them. The episode shares its name with a hell of a lot of shows. Most notably, Deep Space Nine, Profiler, Justice League, The Unit, and Sliders. And um, wasn't there a movie as well? There was a movie as well, yeah. And let's not forget the uh, book, or slash poem, whatever. Was the movie taken from the book? Possibly. Not quite sure. I can't remember the author. Yeah. And we're back. Yay. We're using a lot of that this season, that shot. Well, I mean, it is Colorado. It's sunny. You were correct when you said it's doubtful the Pentagon would authorize Colonel Mayborn's presence on an off-world mission. Should we not at least explore the planet to which he has provided the address? He did risk his butt just to make the proposition. Maybe we can get through the door without it. If Mayborn thinks it's worth a pardon, what's on the other side must be good. And Jack's hair is looking a lot darker there. Although Teok's looking a little washed out and pale. I think basically you get some variation because each director has their own particular style and lighting preference. That's a bloody big moon. They were saying on the commentary how difficult it was to find that location in Vancouver. There's not many mountains with castles on in Vancouver. I figured it was muscle. They were joking. Yes, that was me laughing and not actually joking. <laughs> Somebody home. When I first saw this, I thought, you know, this was a, an exterior set, but it's actually interior. It's the way it's lit. The DP for this episode is Peter West, who we know from directing many an episode. Mm-hmm. It's not ancient, but it's definitely a language belonging to one of the races of the ancient alliance. Knox? Asgard? Furlings. Ow! Furling! <laughs> Those guys. What? Oh, I don't know. I just can't imagine cute little furry things making... That's it. Everybody assumes the furlings are furry. I don't even know what they look like. But will we ever find out? Furling. Sounds cute and fuzzy to me. Almost an elvish character. This section says something like, uh, only the righteous may pass. Oh, this looks like where Mayborn's key would go. Hmm. I'm getting energy readings. There's a power source in this arch. You gotta love the ancients or anybody's ability to build stuff which had Here. power running through it for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the most impressive use of technology. Although that looks like a madman dreamt that circuit up. Mm-hmm. Sir, this is definitely something. What? I don't know, I don't recognise the technology. But can you make it work? No, of course you can. I don't know what it is, I don't know what it does, but I can make it work. <laughs> was just surprised he ran through that that quick. Well, General Mayborn's story checks out so far. There's a doorway there that Carter thinks might be a transporter, but she can't get it to work without Mayborn's key. Which Harry knew. What do you recommend, Colonel? Jack! Harry? I'm trusting you. You turned yourself in. What happens from here on out is up to you. 
Yeah. <laughs> Loves they got the bracelets on him as well. There's another one, Molly. You can remove the cuffs, Airman. Generous of the general. That's foolish of the general. Let's face facts here. Despite your prior transgressions, you've shown a willingness to help us out of some serious situations recently. And that is why the president is willing to proceed in this matter. You're welcome. Well, even Mayborn ain't crazy enough to stage a jailbreak, so I know those men. He's Mayborn. He's about as trustworthy as Kinsey. What's in the box, Harry? Is it glowing? That looks like a chamois. Yes. <laughs> and that looks like a scarab beetle. <laughs> Thank you, Harry. I'm off. When do we leave? I leave right now. We'll let you know how it turns out. <laughs> Jack, I thought it was pretty clear. I go with you or no deal. Harry, you're under arrest. I've got the stone. I'm walking out that door. Oopsie. You're not in a strong bargaining position. The only way this mission will be successful is if I'm on it. That stone is useless without the combination. As you said, this is Mayborn. It's not going to be that simple. It was originally found over 80 years ago in Pharaoh's tomb in Egypt. The stone was wrapped in a scroll with writing on it that no earth linguist could decipher. I was recently able to get it translated, though. That's it. Bits of information every time. By whom? The scroll contained instructions for how to use the stone to access the power of the gods. That information exists in one place. Right here. He <laughs> doesn't answer that, does he? A deal's a deal. You want to go through the door? I'm going to be the one who opens it. Well, we could put a bullet through it and see if the information flies in. There's got to be something more going on. <laughs> well done, General. <laughs> of that, I have no doubt, sir. But if he's not willing to tell us, we can't force him. As much as I'd like to try. He's unarmed. How much trouble can he... <laughs> <laughs> what, the actual tap on the shoulder? <laughs> a little tap. You just like the hat, is that Shall it? Shall we? He looks shorter <laughs> than Jack. Yes, very much so. Mm. Ooh. It's six years, he's never actually gone through it. So we're going to get the full transition then, aren't we? If Harry's yes. not been through it before. You know the real reason I want to do this? I've never actually been through this thing before. Really? I ran the off-world operation from Earth using a gold communicator. Nervous? Me? No. I'm just taking a moment. Done? Guess not. Well, I suppose it depends if the episode ran long or not. Hmm. The moon has gone. So what part of Canada is that castle in again? Yeah, a little corner Vancouver. Doesn't get much tourism. He finished cataloguing the writing and went to do a wider sweep of the surrounding area with Tilk. Those boys are close these days, aren't they? No, he still needs to get some reference from the SGC. Says it'll take a while. Harry? Yes, Carter. Right. Now, is it really going to be this easy? Oh, dear. Yes. <laughs> left a bit, right a bit. Three to right, four to left. Perplexed look on Harry's face. <laughs> Whoopsie. What? I'm sure I got it right. Harry? Uh, it should have worked. <laughs> Jack's Jack suspicious. Uh, no. Well, Jack's suspicious. It's Harry. Jack's suspicious, period. <laughs> oh, the. Ooh. Uh. Well, yes, he looks like he did enter the combination right, after all. Hey! 
Is this not minimum power or something? <laughs> get him, Jack. Get him. <laughs> yeah, we're not where we were. You! Right! No! Good for nothing! Jack. You! Son of Jack! Well, they did say it was a transporter. Shouldn't be that surprised. Ah, daisies. Or one of those yellow things there. Well, the commentary actually said dandelions, but they don't look like dandelions to me. No, they're too small to be dandelions. There's a lot of them anyway. Look slightly uh, dazed. Jack's been zapped so many times it uh-huh. totally bothers him anymore. Major <laughs> Carter! What happened? Yeah, dear. Oh, that's interesting, isn't it? Where the hell are we? Damn it, Jack. Why'd you have to do that? A bit like the Tolan system that can deactivate energy-based weaponry. Yes. Where's the Zat? I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> I don't have it. Where is it? Well, I'm, it's not here. I, I guess it didn't come through with us. Why not? Well, how should I know? Maybe the doorway filters out weapons. Gold weapons. All right, you listen to me. I want a straight answer from you. Well, since you're here, I might as well just show you. Hey. Come on! Well, it's interesting, considering Mayborn hasn't been here before, he's taking a lot on faith. I'm getting nowhere here. Mm. Jonas, head back to the SGC. Ask General Hammond to send up a UAV. If Colonel O'Neill has activated his tracking device, we should be able to pinpoint his location. They don't have the key. They can't get there. Yeah, but at this point, they're assuming they're on the planet. Well, they planet. It's been transported thousands of light years to Canada. Now, this can't be Canada. It's sunny. Where? Anywhere. To the Stargate or Earth? What are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. Maybe they got a way to send you back. I don't think anyone's supposed to leave. That's part of the deal. Who are you talking about? What deal? The people at the place we're going. Well, I think that was the point, because it didn't look like it was a gate system. More like a ring device or even the quantum mirror effect. Well, maybe they've been transported to the ground, you think it's got. What? A long time ago, some people from an advanced alien society, well, they chucked it all and they formed this small, isolated, utopian community. They sent out representatives to meet and evaluate people from all over the galaxy and offer them a chance to join them. The scroll and the stone were the invitation. And there's nothing to do with the weapon Simmons was at. <laughs> I just figured it was my only way of getting through the gate. You know, Harry, it's not that I can't believe you lied to me again. It's that you lied to me again. Oh, come on, Jack. No one would have let me through the gate for this. Would you have even believed me? Well, it's not raining, so that's one up for Vancouver. I assume it does rain at some point, otherwise you wouldn't have all this green vegetation. They're closing in on me. It was only a matter of time. Besides, I got nothing left on Earth anymore. The money I was supposed to get... From selling the Russian symbiote to Adrian Conrad it was my last shot at making a life. The hell is that? Wildlife. No, the real wooden structure. It looks built. Oh, that. I thought you meant screech in the background. Yeah. I'm tired of running, Jack. Why should I when I could have a chance at retiring in paradise? <laughs> I see trees, Harry. You get that in Colorado. You get that pretty much everywhere you go if you're working on the stock. Hello, Harry. That's Sila. Ready for lunch, sir. Thank you, Sergeant. Still nothing from Colonel O'Neill and Colonel Mayborn, sir. Shouldn't that be bracket X bracket Colonel Mayborn? 
We're ready to go. Sir, I'd like to apologize. What for? This is my fault. I allowed Colonel Mayborn to take my weapon. Major, let's just focus on finding them right now. Yes, sir. Perhaps it's the General's fault for letting him go. <laughs> Duke. You are so lost. No, I'm sure this is the right way. How's that? It's in this valley. All these trees are actually planted. Really? You see, most of this location is 100% natural. Mm. On one path, they had to plant a load of trees, actually hide the road the camera was running on. Would have thought you'd have to plant trees in Canada. I'll tell you, Mayborn, I don't hear any steel drum. What was that stone thing that looked like a... It was probably just a stone thing that looked like a... <laughs> you know what I meant. Hmm. Yes, he probably should have stayed in Carib Carib Caribbean. You almost pronounced it the American way, didn't you? I was, yeah, so I was trying to pronounce it the American way and realised that it sounded daft. There's no one here. I noticed that. Well, even if that was still not a wreck, I don't think that would be my idea of paradise. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Significant. Yes. It's a storybook. Where's the electrical sockets? <laughs> if the lake is full of gold. You see, Jonas or Daniel spend the entire episode trying to examine that, and Jack just... Uh, yeah, it's an ancient irreplaceable artifact. Toss it on the ground. Harry! No, this doesn't look good. No. <laughs> no, very much so. Yeah, dear. Yeah, skeletons. I see what you mean about long gaps in dialogue. Or do we get a montage? Oh, that's one of our scientists, dude. It is. He's returned. He's still alive. Dr. Lee. I guess he doesn't fancy Sandler. <laughs> We're actually dead. This technology's unlike anything we've come across before. I know. We have no reference, no way to interface. I'm working on it, Doctor. As you should be. Yes, Bill Dow. We last saw him in an episode, a couple of episodes of Stargate Universe. He survives many years in the SGC. Tilk seems to be able to say more with a gun than he does with whole sentences. Tilk's whole sentences can take entire episodes. We may have a tweet. We may. Was macht Eintracht Richard Dean Anderson er kommt aus der at Fedcom Bushen? How's my pronunciation? I have no idea. I guess I can see why you'd want to retire here. Given your choices. Nice shot, that is. Mm. Find anything that might be a doorway back? No. You gonna kill me? I'll sleep on it. That's a big moon. Or are they a small planet? Either way. Well, size is a matter of... What the hell? Hmm. I thought it was under there. Oh, pretty. Yes, ocean. Very... That's the spirit. Yes, yeah.
don't think we're walking out of here. No way of knowing how far we were transported. We could be on the other side of the planet. Which is why we survive here until we're rescued. Until we're rescued. Jack, this place is supposed to be a secret. The doorway was designed to keep it that way. Of course, we have the only key known to man. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a drawback, isn't it? Well, at least you could have done as eat that before you got here. Mmm, <laughs> yummy. Yes. Rob Cooper was asked what the C stood for in his name, and he said cookie. <laughs> We're going to need food and drinkable water. I've been drinking the lake straight up. Well, that's smart. I'm not dead yet. It's early. <laughs> Jack, they're never going to find us. You got to be a bit more optimistic. Boy, I don't think character is. They covered as much territory as the range of the UAV will allow. Have you received word from the Tok'ra? Yeah, they responded and said they didn't know when one of their operatives with access to a ship would be able to help us. What are they doing? It's amazing. You know, the Tok'ra get massacred down to ridiculously low numbers, but I mean, whenever we call them, they're still always there. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't see him, do you? Did you guys find him while I was gone? We've been here for a week. Now, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty certain that we could all spend the rest of our natural lives trying to figure out exactly how this thing works. But you know what? Even if I could snap my fingers and turn it on right now, I'm beginning to doubt whether it would determine where it sent Colonel O'Neill. I, I bet almost anything that the targeting data is in the artifact that Colonel Mayborn used to open that doorway. I say when we're done here. Sam? Not very military of you. With all due respect, Major, I will submit my report to General Hammond. If he's prepared to commit to a long-term analysis project, I'm happy to come back with my big suitcase. But until then, if you'll excuse me... Letting her emotions get the better of her, I reckon. And the good doctor. Bit of a backbone here. Don't cry on me, woman. (laughs) It won't work. (laughs) No, actually, you don't. That's very brave of them, really, you know? One of the great things about being an underling is when your feet are on firm ground, you know where you stand. A bit of a current on that lake, isn't there? I mean, this is fishing. Isn't this relaxing for you? Jack's quite happy, yeah. This is actually probably better than his cabin because the weather's better. He's gone native, look at him. (laughs) Insects, animals, I don't know. I, I keep hearing things. They're called birds. No, 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 these are weird sounds. We're on an alien planet. And this is where it all begins. Jack, I can't live on this stuff. It tastes like arugula. I hate arugula. Don't eat it. First time around, it's not obvious, but when you actually know what's going to happen. I had to Google arugula because I didn't know what the hell it was. I'd heard it mentioned in films and whatnot, but I didn't know what it was. I have no idea what arugula is. It's just a, a green salad vegetable used in... Oh. <laughs> Nice visual effect there. A bit cheating, though. The fisherman in Jack's soul. <laughs> that is just wrong on so many levels. Catch. There you go, Jack. You've got a fish. Uh, that wasn't planned, so uh, that when something like that happens, you've got to leave it in, haven't you? Why well, have they figured how to brew alcohol yet? How long have they been there? You're saying you don't hear things? No. Last night, I swear I heard someone running around out here. Spent an hour wandering around trying to spot him. Animals. Close, Jack. No tracks. You're losing your mind. (laughs) 
You don't find things a little spooky around here? Made so only by your presence. Yeah, well, I'm beginning to wonder if some of the utopians might still be alive. There's no evidence of that. Well, maybe they're here in another way. All right, now you are getting spooky. Oh, come on, Jack. You've seen stranger things, other dimensions, planes of existence. You said it yourself. This is an alien planet. Given what everybody knows about the ancients at this time, you'd have thought they'd have said, well, maybe they've ascended. <laughs> no. Oh, come on. You got the P90. You sleep with it beside you, for God's sake. I just want to be able to protect myself. Forget it. Jack, I want that gun. Forget it. You don't like it here. Deal with it. It's your own damn fault. You wouldn't care if I died, would you? What are you talking about? Some alien creature comes in and attacks me in the middle of the night, hauls me out while you're sleeping. You and I are the only ones here. Trust me, the only thing you have to be afraid of around here is me. <laughs> True. <laughs> so was that meant to be reassuring? I mean, we're getting the inclination, inclin, inclin, inclination, inkling that something is wrong here, because Mayborn just isn't this jittery. Boom, boom. <laughs> this was something that William Geraghty and actually Robert Cooper wanted. They didn't want a very heavy soundtrack on this episode, because they knew there were going to be lots and lots of just visuals. Oh, he's hiding the line now. Where you find that? You're better off if you're going to hide someone knowing where the other guy is, so you, you can hide it well away from him. <laughs> Come on, a bit of Jaws music there. Sir, a satellite capable of pinpointing Colonel O'Neill's tracking device would be able to cover a much greater range. The choker could retrieve it later by ship when one became available, so the actual cost would be minimal. Compared to what? Sam's losing it, really. Yeah. <laughs> Her analytical and logical brain's just flown out the window. Never mind the manpower required to get it through the gate and then reassemble it on the other side. Sir, I don't think you can place a value on Colonel O'Neill's life. Of course not, but... We'll continue this later. Walter! Yay, Walter. We're receiving a transmission, audio only. They look weird up there. What, his glasses? Yeah, balanced on his shiny bald head. General Hammond, Major Carter, Teal'c, and Jonas Quinn are also here. Major, I just received your message regarding the disappearance of Colonel O'Neill. Do you have a ship capable of scanning a planet? Yes. In fact, I've already taken the opportunity to fly with the planet in question. There were no detectable human life signs. Are you sure? Quite sure. I'm very sorry. Thank you, Amanda. Joe, but Question is, you know, he lifts his glasses up so he can operate his keyboard and whatnot, but he can't actually see the gate without his glasses. <laughs> A nice, subtle indication, we scan the planet. Hmm. Oh, two weeks, God. Living that close to Swampland, I'd be worried about some sort of reptiles if it was Earth. It's A moderate climate, though, if you can sleep in just uh, your normal clothes. Yeah, because your body temperature lowers when you sleep. That's why you feel cold. Ooh. Did someone take your blankie? 
Wouldn't it be handy if the 9mm and the P90 took the same ammo? It would be handy, but... Uh, I mean, the problem with that, of course, is that... Well, it always seemed a problem when weapons that use the same ammunition because your enemy can get your guns and have the ammo right at hand. True. That's why you shoot the enemy. Sorry, Skype appeared to vanish briefly there. Yeah. It went to spinny circle the arrow thing. When you suggested I start recording, I did. Did you? Oh, smashing. Crackle, crackle, crackle. This is what I meant about, you know, a lot of visuals. Long silences. Yes. <laughs> you said smashing, I was going to say congratulations, Jim Bone. <laughs> and it was a great super smashing. Mm. A few little tidbits, huh? This episode was actually shot in a 416 b frame with only limited 4B3 safe zone. Normally, the shooting in widescreen. But to actually frame everything for the 4B3, because the Americans were still watching in 4B3. Yes. Poor dears. They also made it a point to actually acknowledge the fact that the Zat gun has different effects on different people. Oh. There's definitely echoes of gate-like design in the book thing. Ah, now Jack's eating the arugula. Not a good idea. I suppose you can only eat fish for so long. That looks like a reptile, not a fish. Well, that's charcoal, it's wood. <laughs> that's not how you make charcoal. Well, alone on a... Well, not a desert island, but... He's counting the dead. Oh. And you're drinking out of that. I'm sure any contamination is long since gone. Okay, it's, that's what I was thinking. It's. <laughs> so on those, well, they're not. I suppose you'd say it's the equivalent of a scroll. Mm-hmm. There must have been some sort of population count so he could tally up the figures. Possibly, but can you figure it out? Oh yeah, one line is one person. And as we watch that scene, all the colour faded from the picture. To indicate that Jack is kind of infected now. Bedward! Yes, it is looking a little this washed out. This is an episode, out. sorry. It's looking a little washed out. Well, yeah, the old colour palette's changed. But this is an episode that's also made for 5.1 Saran. Rear channels are getting a nice atmospheric workout. Didn't Enterprise do something similar? In what respect? One of the early episodes, they started going a bit mad. To Paul included. I think many of the have done this sort of episode. This looks very Native American, really, doesn't it? Hmm. With extra elements. Bodies everywhere. Good God. <laughs> no indication as to what killed them. Possibly each other. And the uh, insanity-inducing arugula. Probably a ring. You know, arugula, aruga. Close. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how that guy died. Even I can figure that one out. <laughs> Whatever you just said. Ooh.
It's interestingly sharp. A gold. Oh dear. Sure, I never imagined the actual gold symbiote having a backbone of sorts. They always look too flexible for that sort of thing. Yeah, possible. Musical cue there. Hmm. Is that certain on your end? I'm going to say, is it on your end? <laughs> it's probably the alarm to the women's locker room. <laughs> a man has entered. <laughs> alert, alert. Probably says a lot that this is a women's locker room and it's dark and there's only one woman in it. Yeah, well, Janet's not there. And that SO isn't there. I think that's the entire female population in the base. Are you all right, Major Carter? I'm fine, yeah. Yes, the female recruits in the American military at this stage were still rather low. Mm-hmm. Hope? No. I'm starting to think Dr. Lee is right. I don't think the doorway's the answer. It's been almost a month, Teal. If there were a way back... It just... It feels like we just lost Daniel. And I don't know if I can... Amanda having a bit of an emotional breakdown here. A bit. Hugs all round. Look at them muscles on Tilk's arm. Good God. Well, you know, I mean, I'm sure that tank top was deliberately selected by costuming to show off his ridiculous mask picture. Oh. That's a grenade. And they actually convinced RDA to actually do that stunt. What, dive forward and land flat again? <laughs> okay, that CGI pig didn't look that good. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's he done as he managed to shoot Mayborn? <laughs> I'm going drunk, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm going good as well. Ooh. You shot me. I didn't know you were there. Yeah, what are you hiding for? <laughs> Stay back! Of all the luck, the places a bullet could go when you're just firing wild at a running pig. Non-existent running pig. He wanted to kill me from the start. Oh, screw you, Mayborn. I was joking. Look what you did to my leg. I set the trap for the pig with a grenade. <laughs> a grenade to get you pig. <laughs> Neither of them are really thinking straight. No. Harry! I found some! Stop eating that plant! It's messing with your head, Harry! Screw you. Yeah, Mayborn really has had enough of fish. Mm. I'm going to blow up a pig. Non-existent pig. They can have fake bacon. So it's a bit like small gods, you know, the fabulous meals. Ooh. Wow. That's got to hurt. Rip, rip, tear. Oh, That's yeah, a splinter. Oh, oh, oh. I wonder how long it is before they're actually being missing in action because 
SG-1 and taking up an awful lot of time doing nothing. That's true. Well, maybe they went on missions in a reduced form. Or maybe SG-2 and SG-3. Maybe SG-16's been activated. Hey, sacrificial lambs, go! General Hammond says he's considering new SG-1 leaders. You include him, Major. We know. Do you have anything? You say what we've seen of Sam these past few weeks. You really don't want a commanding men. No. Manly men. That's quite old, making the scroll a bit difficult to read, and I'm pretty sure that the markings on the stone are just decoration, but, uh... Teok, wind back that tape. Oh, oh, she's out of thought. This is the house moment where the star of the show has a breakthrough. Yes, after several fake diagnoses. It was invisible after that. I forgot it was even there. What? The moon. The doorway device doesn't use wormhole technology. It wasn't designed to send you across the galaxy. We thought they'd been sent somewhere else on the planet, but they haven't. They've been sent to that moon. How do you know that? The big circle is the planet. The little circle is the moon. The line between them is the path of transportation. Yes, Tilt. Look as if you're looking at the screen and there's something interesting on it. You're playing Pong. Action, because it's probably turned off. Maybe he's watching rushes from the previous day. <laughs> okay. You couldn't have thought of that two weeks ago. How's Mayborn still alive? Jack looks pretty bad off just for getting his leg, well, not blown up, but injured. Spiked. Mayborn got shot in the gut. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty much fatal within about three to five days. I don't think he was wearing a vest. Not from the amount of blood, no. Hey! Oh, <laughs> look at him now. <laughs> It was a ghoul! He couldn't bring a weapon through that door! So he brought a plant! It's some kind of drug or something! Maybe it was an experiment! Maybe it was supposed to get the people to observe him! I don't know, but it backfired! Okay, like I said, people may be tweeting us, but they're doing it in languages I don't speak. Oh, poor Mayboy. They all killed each other because of that plant! You're paranoid! It's messing with your head! I'm not trying to kill you! <laughs> no messing. And he's got another... How many grenades did this guy have? <laughs> Oof. I hope Jack moved. He's got a lot of the flyers, hasn't he? Very much so. Although, in this case, it is drug-induced, not just good old-fashioned human uh, devolution. Maybe I'm not a lot healthier than Jack does. Drop it. Oops. <laughs> you really don't want to hear the cocking of a hammer from behind you. Mad eyes, mad eyes. Drop it now. Perfectly sane eyes. Or I will shoot you. Mm-hmm. Will Jack point the gun at Maybro? Squeeze. He shot him. <laughs> he looks surprised. Yeah, but where did he shoot him? Nice little sequence this is. I'm not trying to kill you, Harry. You're losing a lot of blood. If I don't do something right now, you're going to die. And this was actually RDA's decision. They were running short on time because of the light. And he actually came up with the idea to use this filming technique. So where did he shoot him? Why is he still alive? Perhaps he shot him in the... I'm trying to look for some blood. <laughs> chest wound seems to have healed remarkably well. Well, he sounds normal. He's cleaned his face a bit. 
I probably just got a bucket of water and just threw it at him. That's some retirement this turned out to be. How you doing? Oh, my head's a little clearer. Uh, how long have I been out? I don't know. Day or so. That's looking a little rough about the uh, commentary say how much beard stubble they had, Jack Rowe. No, they never mentioned it. Well, it's not your fault. None of the people here could stop themselves. Perhaps each morning he got his uh, combat knife out and had a little scrape. Sorry, Jack. I never should have dragged you into this. Yes, Harry. You've been a very bad boy. I'm just wondering how... Uh... Oh, something's coming. Hey, don't you die on me now. difference would it make. Damn that 747. <laughs> Cut. Because we're about to be rescued. Zoom. Yeah, they're going to stop. Why fly over? Oh, that's nice. Isn't it? I can't go back. I'd rather die here than spend the rest of my life in jail. <laughs> Understatement to the episode. <laughs> I've been giving that some thought. I think you suffered enough. Hell, I even got to shoot you. Twice. <laughs> yes, so Jack's happy. I think the toker should be able to find a nice planet for you. Of course, Jack's happy. Jack's even that hurry go. Thanks, Jack. And what will O'Neill have to say about that? Who? Sure, Harry. Oh, Hammond. <laughs> sure. I'm tired. Yeah, he'll probably argue with himself when he gets back. <laughs> Damn, I should have put him in jail. <laughs> Damn, I should have shot him again, mate, sure. Yes. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Okay, that was Paradise Lost. Interesting episode. I mean, the genesis of it was, as uh, Robert C. Cooper said in the commentary, he'd been watching some of the clips of Harry and Jack together and actually thought, you know, he wanted to do another episode. So what would happen if there were just the two of them on a desert island? (laughs) This was his solution to that problem. How would you get just the two of them together with no outside influences? I think it worked. Production-wise, it looked incredible. We say that a lot, but it did. Very rare you get an episode of Stargate that doesn't at least look good. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure there's much I can add to that, so I won't. Fair enough. Thank you for listening to me cough my way through that episode. Just say the word. Open the iris. We got a few comments on the Facebook page about Ben Browder going to join the cast of Doctor Who for an episode next season. Well, since we haven't actually met Ben Browder in Stargate yet, it's not relevant. Well, we've four comments. It's relevant. (laughs) Fine. Do you want to do the intro a bit? I suppose so. Ben Browder's joining Doctor Who for an episode next season. Hmm. Kevin has made me insanely jealous by saying he gets to meet him in July. Lee Montgomery. Cool. Might help me watching it. It's gotten a bit rubbishy lately. Or lolly. Lolly. Jeff Wesley says, The last time I can recall the Doctor visiting the Wild West was back when Hartnell was the Helm Tardis. Has it really been that long? And Daniel chimes in, This is awesome. All in uppercase. Yes, I think he's excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doctor Wild West Hartnell, is that right? I haven't actually gone through... I haven't finished Hartnell yet. Ah, right. Truthfully. Sort of gently persuading Adriana to maybe kick off the podcast. You might actually start watching them with Zach, which means when we sit down to record, she's seen it. Yeah. Which always helps. does, doesn't it? There's a ton of follow Fridays. Well, it's Friday, isn't it? Yeah, there is. Anyway, <laughs> if you wish to leave feedback, the methods for it are 
here. The Gatecast website can be found at gatecast.facecast.com and has its own feedback and contact form. Links to episodes not on the current RSS feed can be found there as well. Our Facebook and Google Plus groups are listed under The Gatecast. And our Twitter feed goes by The Gatecast, which is one word. We are also listed on the Blueberry service as The Gatecast, one word, and Cast Roller as The Gatecast. It can also be found on iTunes, and that's one portal where any comments and reviews would be most welcome. Finally, our email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. And even with today's social media network deluge, it's still the most basic and reliable method of contacting us. If you want to be a bit more adventurous than recording an audio file, MP3 preferable, but it doesn't really matter, and email it to us. It's a great way to interact with us and the rest of the listeners. It also helps when we hear how to pronounce somebody's name. So feel free to send us feedback and any other type of comment about the Stargate franchise, or our own small part of this fandom. Links and pictures are all part of the love of SG-1, SGA and Universe. Retweets, shares and plus ones are always appreciated. One universe, one people, the journey never ends. Stargate forever. That is more or less it, with the possible exception, of course, of next week's episode, which will be Metamorphosis. SG-1 discover that Nerti, attempting to create the perfect human host, is mutating the inhabitants of an unexplored planet with a machine that rearranges their DNA. Captured by Nerti, SG-1's find a way to escape before they're subject to the same fate. Are you a Jonas episode of Memory Series? Yes, that is correct. I do remember this episode very well. On the next Stargate SG-1... What's going on? She is experimenting on my people. An enemy with the power to alter your DNA... It's like every cell in his body just broke down. Sends the crew on a mission of mercy. We came here to help you. We cannot allow you to harm Nirti. They will face an ambush. You're making a mistake. They will face a deadly force. I really don't like that woman. And one will face... Stepping sword. The ultimate torture. Let's see what you're made of. Richard Dean Anderson stars. Made it through. You're going to be all right. I'm sorry, I don't think I am. On the next Stargate SG-1. Well, folks, thanks for downloading, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. It's good night from me. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Gatecast, presented by Alan, Mike, and Scott. Visit us at gatecast.facecast.com.